Howdy, and welcome to this episode of Beers with Engineers, a podcast by engineering dads where if it looks stupid but it works, then it's not stupid. This episode, we catch up with the boys and talk conspiracy theories. Paddy brings up the symbolism in an old Disney conspiracy and how the Freemasonry organization is everywhere. James takes a bite at the thought experiment Roko's Basilisk and tips the scales on an old music frequency theory. And Sean cranks the temperature up with a celebrity chef and Australian bushfire conspiracy. To see more Engineering Dads content like this, head to our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok on our link above to see our other projects. Well enough of me, let's begin. And good afternoon. Um, I am Paddy, and I'm joined as always by James and Sean, and this is Engineering Dads, or Beers with Engineers, as you like to call it. And I don't want to say anything, I don't want to jinx it, but so far I've had a fantastic day, boys. It's been sun, sun's out, guns out all day, uh, I, which is actually true. I haven't, well, haven't really been wearing a shirt majority of the day because I'm in a sweltering room with a heater. But what about yourself, Sean? How have you been doing? Oh, mate, I've had a really long day. I am <laughs> very much uh, over it, and I am ready to get into this podcast and just um, rip and tear a little bit. Yeah. Oh, lovely. <laughs> w, James. Yeah, I'm feeling your pain, Sean. If you look at the screen, I actually didn't have a beer today. I've just decided to go up the shelf tonight. Oh, call me wow. call me Daniel Andrews. I've also <laughs> noticed, I've, all, I've also noticed, Sean, we're wearing the exact same jumper, but I think we both noticed and didn't say anything. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, so thanks for the memo. I feel a bit left out. I'm next time, my... play Oztag and be good. Yeah, next next time, win a comp with us and you can get a hoodie too. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm too busy winning championships in North Carolina in the US, so like, sue me, bro. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Well, uh... All right, let's crack them open, boys. Yep, sweet. For me, that was entirely in sync, so well done. Oh, cheers, cheers. Um, well, before we start, um, Sean, I was, I've been told by one of the producers that he has an announcement. Yes, I got one of my people to reach out to your people before this started. But um, That's basically yeah. how it is nowadays. It's just managers and agents getting involved. Like, we're, we're a big deal. It's such a, so much bureaucracy in the system, but um, I'm glad that we sorted it out in the end. But yes, um, I have a little bit of an announcement to make. So, um, this channel really started off only six months ago. And it's very much been uh, only a handful of us working towards small projects on the side. But um, in the last week, we've got a few milestones that we've hit. First off, we hit 100 subscribers. So, yay! <laughs> Let's go! And it's it that really doesn't sound like much. But for us, starting off with nothing, every milestone is an achievement. Additionally to that, we've had over 10,000 views on our videos collectively and 250 hours of content being watched and replayed. Um, which averages out to about one minute viewed per person. <laughs> but but for, for us just starting off, that's actually above average. And um, we're just kind of celebrating it. And to to celebrate the fact that we've hit these small milestones, we've decided to do a conspiracy-only podcast. And so all of us have gone out of our way and researched different conspiracies, which we'll now discuss in the podcast <laughs> about how dumb they are or how smart they are, depending on which side you take. Well, I, you want to be devil's advocate. To be fair, like every single conspiracy you come across, there's elements of both. It's just like, it's either really like you're, you're hooked or it's like, nah, you got, it's like a little bit of a nibble and you go away. It's like, interesting. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like solving a puzzle. Once you find that one keyhole where you're like, okay, that can't be true. Then you're just like, that sounded so good. 
until it suddenly wasn't. Yeah. And so that's what we've all done. We've gone down different rabbit holes and we're now bringing it together. We haven't told each other what we've researched and we're now going to pitch to the other people the conspiracy that we've then researched. So, Patty, um, I'll throw over to you, mate. All right, I'll kick it off. Um, <laughs> um, for some reason, whenever I think of conspiracy theories, I, uh, I think of Disney. And I think of it because I was like... For some reason, there's always been that weird conspiracy theory about um, uh, Walt Disney's head being cryogenically frozen. So basically, mm. the, the, there's a, there was a rumor that started in the 60s when uh, when Walt Disney passed away, the founder of the, the Disney Corporation. If you haven't heard of it, you know, just Google it. You no, know, watch watch the I don't know, watch the Lion King or something. I don't know, and. Basically, after he passed away from, you know, like health problems, there were a massive rumor started that he he pulled at Austin Powers. So basically, <laughs> he, he was one. cryogenically frozen to for a later date or something like that. <laughs> and that's not the rumor I wanted. To, oh, that's not the conspiracy theory though. But that just gives a bit of context. And yeah. obviously, there's like a lot of uh, there's a lot of. Uh, uh, negative stuff that that we've kind of come to realize about the Disney Disney over mm. the years that you know the the man himself you know being a bit of a being a product of his time very very racist very anti-Semitic and uh, like it's just kind of the history kind of is like ah oh, it's a bit bit dodge but what I want to deal with is the Disney movie Frozen. Mm. Okay. So there is a conspiracy theory out there that the only reason. Frozen, the 2013 musical fantasy classic, was only made. So when you type in, type into Google Disney Frozen, the first thing that comes up will not be the press about the rumor of Walt Disney's head. That is an elaborate, <laughs> elaborate stretch to try and get you out of the search terms. Surely I know. There's I know. Other ways that, to do it. That's what I thought as well. However, Disney has a big history about covering things up because their brand, the Disney brand, will and will always be to the higher ups family friendly. Nothing else will compete yeah. against that, and that is actually because they. When Walt Disney was around, and I'm using him as an example, that's why I brought him up to, to begin with, because when he was living, walking around, his public persona was, you know, very friendly, kind of like, oh, hey, kids, how you going? Like, that pretty, pretty, pretty friendly guy. But he was an active smoker. There's proof that every single time he was pictured with a cigarette, that they had to paintbrush it out. So oh, to kind of cover up the uh, the the smoking, because smoking was bad until it wasn't bad by the fucking you know uh, cigarette companies. It's like oh, it's actually it's a good thing because if you look at like forties Disney like uh, Disney cartoons, rabbit yeah. was smoking. Like just I'm pretty sure there's like an episode where Mickey Mouse is smoking. I don't know. Someone Google it. But there's, there's also an that, episode yeah. of Mickey Mouse with blackface on. So like, and again, they oh. try to erase that as much as they could. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's like. It's a lot of a. What, sorry, on the wrong computer here. Uh, basically, the the reason why that I also thought it was a bit of a weakest, like obviously a bit of a stretch. Disney Frozen, you know, they could have yeah. come up with a story. However, the the story of Frozen is not 
This is based on a short story, not by the same name as Frozen. It's inspired by the Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale called The Snow Queen. Yeah. Or the and, and a character in that is also the Ice Queen. So why was it called not called the Snow Queen or the Ice Queen, but it was called Frozen? That might just be a marketing push. Um, yeah, I think. It, but I on, on mention of uh, Hans Christian Andersen and um, and their counterpart, the Grimm brothers, um, there were some horrifying kids' stories if you read them. Yeah, they're, so it, I, it's, a, it's out there. Yeah, and so like the like the the story of the Little Mermaid. If you actually read the original, I think it's Hen Christian Anderson who wrote that one as well. They had her like throwing herself into the ocean and then dying at the end. Like that's that's the real story. Like it's terrible. Um, so I'm not too surprised that they took the source material and changed it quite a bit and didn't use like Snow Queen or Ice Queen. No, well, it, as I said, it's just a theory. But I've always thought it's like, ah, oh, I mean. It sounds so crazy. It could be true because yeah. it. W- if you are someone that is so heavily invested in a company, you mm. would go out of your way, like go to the ends of the earth to protect the brand. And obviously, when the brand's uh, figurehead is rumored to be literally a head and mm. in a <laughs> and in a chilly slumber. You know that doesn't that doesn't sound very uh that doesn't sound very PG. You know, I've heard I, a lot of like stories about Walt Disney. I've heard another one where apparently he's actually buried underneath Disneyland, and they mm, just, yeah. they built Disneyland that over was, him to cover that, that up where his grave actually is. Yeah, that was so, that was part of the theory. So the story is the uh, the story that has been rumored is that he is cryogenically frozen underneath of the parts of the Caribbean ride. In Walt Disney, I think is it Florida or is it? Uh, uh, no, the original one in Los in Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Okay, so the, the idea is he's under there. That way, you can probably hide the energy demand a lot easier if it's underneath a really big roller coaster. Um, additionally, too, Disneyland was supposed to be a white supremacist city. It was designed not to be attractions and rides. It was designed to have like Ford and Coke and all these companies where only like white people were supposed to be. It was supposed to be a corporate hub that alienated minorities. And then eventually, once he passed away, they made a decision, we can make more money if we make it into an attraction park. And that's why you still see worlds there. Um, I don't remember the type of worlds that are in uh, Disney World, but they still have these worlds. Those are supposed to be allocated to businesses, and it would be a business hub, like a CBD, but just for certain businesses that agreed with Disney's view and you're right, Patty. They they definitely went out of the way to cover up so much. Like the log ride is based off a really racist movie. What was it called again? Oh, I think, you know I think it. it was the uh, Songs of the South or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it was it was crazy. They went out of the way to try and erase this history. And if you go back into old Disney films, either they've erased them or they've put disclaimers on them before they start saying this was written in a time when this was okay or yeah. along the lines of that where it was this is not okay today but we're not going to remove it yeah. but um also on that uh also on the uh, the, the that nazi remark one of the um one of the visit one of the early visitors of disney was the infamous or famous actually uh, the famous um nazi propaganda film director Lenny Lenny Reffenstahl, I think that's the way you pronounce it. But basically, mm. she was the one that directed the nineteen thirty eight Olympic uh, uh, Olympics, or no, was it thirty six? 
Oh no, one of the nineteen thirties mm. Nazi Olympics. Basically, it was like it was a doco called Olympia or something, and yeah. she was she was a visitor and big Nazi sympathizer along with Walt Disney. So, wow, that's really really crazy. Well, but um, the idea that they've hidden it with Frozen that that kind of blows my mind. I mean, wouldn't surprise me. It seems like a stretch, but possible. It's a yeah. big stretch, but at the same time, it's like oh, mm. it's at, at, again, it's. A, it's a conspiracy. You never know. Like it's like oh, it's so. It sounds so ridiculous. And I guess to add Why? to what you just it's said, like, Patty, to add to what you just said, you're talking about you know, and Sean saying like white supremacy and whatnot. Don't forget that Disney has been historically criticised for making amends of non-white people in their shows and in their movies. They've always been racist in the past. Not anymore because you can't get away with that. But just in the old cartoons, there was a lot of ridiculising and whatnot. So. You know, to suggest that there's some sort of higher order or elitist behind this, you know, with creating Disneyland and Disney World when it's supposed to be a white supremacy business, I'd say there's something going on in the background. Don't know if I'd stretch yeah. it to where you're going, but mm, yeah. it's possible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that was that's a really good one, Patty. Thank you. That's a great introduction to a conspiracy theory. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Racism. No. Uh, don't. We don't support that. Um <laughs> All right, who's up next? Uh, I think James. Yeah, okay. So, this is an interesting one I came across. And I really, it really resonated with me because I used to like being into this stuff a lot when I was a kid. Uh, it involves music and vibrations and frequencies and whatnot. So, have you guys ever heard of the A440 conspiracy? I have not. No. So, A is the note after the note C on a keyboard. And basically... It's been a note that's been tuned to vibrate at 440 hertz. So, they've mainly used this... I think... Sorry, did I say A comes after? See, I meant to say A comes before the C. Anyway. Um, so, it's been used ever since the mid-20th century. It was kind of discovered then, but no one really knew about it. And what they've actually said is this 440 hertz beat vibrates at such a frequency that causes people to be stressed, anxious, and angry. It's deharmonizing. And mm-hmm. what they found in the past was the more and more this note started getting used, the more and more suicide rates and domestic violence rates went up and whatnot. So, there's been different theories and conspiracies that have gone around that have told that the Nazis actually developed this beat in the Second World War to basically manipulate people of Germany to turn them into Nazis. It was one of the mechanisms they used to get control over them. So overuse of this certain frequency would actually crush the brain that much. And from that, it's further been believed that from that manipulation of the human mind causing disharmony, it was adapted in the ni- in 1953. And there's even further argument that the Rockefeller found funded the idea into the United States to induce musical cult control. Now, a good comparison is the 432 hertz beat, which has been studied to resonate with the electromagnetic beat of the earth. It's a nice, it's a harmonizing beat. It's wholesome. It makes you feel good when you hear it. Interesting. Okay. So, the, the conspiracy is that one day, if the Rockefellers funded this, an elitist will fund a new sort of program that's going to try and induce world dominance, whole entire world using music. And I found this kind of funny, but I was also very intrigued because I know for a fact that listening to 432 hertz is so much better for you, makes you feel happier 
than 440 hertz. So I used to be into meditation a lot. I still am. I love meditation. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. spiritual on the inside. And when you meditate, a good way to do it is doing frequency meditation. You purposely put 432 hertz on and it's supposed to resonate with the pineal gland, otherwise known to spiritualists as the third eye. And it's supposed to help you feel uh, more joyful, more nostalgic, more content. It opens your mind up to new things. And that's the part I believe in. Now, to back up what I'm saying is a study was actually done that compared 432 hertz to 440 hertz in dental treatment. And what they found was the subjects that listened to the 432 hertz had reduced salivary cortisol levels in comparison to its absence. Okay, so a note which is 8 hertz higher. Is that correct? 8 hertz? Is that the difference between... That's exactly right, yeah. 8 hertz difference is the difference between happiness and pure misery. Is that what you're saying? Is that what this conspiracy is saying? That's what, the con- that's what the conspiracy is saying, yeah. And a lot of people have gone far-fetched with it and just gone, like, yeah, the Nazis use this a lot. If you listen to a lot of like Nazi war cries and a lot of music, it really pushes the 440 hertz um, resonance tone and whatnot. And I'm thinking, what got me thinking was like, wow, like you look back to World War II history and people from Nazi Germany, before they became Nazis, were just normal, civilized people Mm. and out of nowhere became robotic and hateful and full of, you know, disjoy towards like everyone. Certain people, yeah. It's interesting though, because like the rise of the the Nazi movement, specifically in those years... um, was really just uh, an extension of national pride and nationalism, uh, which we're now seeing a bit of a uh, more come... What's the word I'm looking for? There is a resurgence of it nowadays. We're seeing, oh, not in my country, a lot of that come back through. Um, but generally speaking, it's uh, a pride of your country, right? It's, it's uh, a joy towards what a country is supposed to represent and then twisting that to push anger it's it's surprising to me that they used a a note that created misery to make people happy about their nation that seems a bit counterintuitive to to my understanding yeah well i don't know if if if, if you'd really put it on pride and happiness about your nation because obviously religion was very big back then and part of religion was your moral encompassment it's wrong to kill people you know it's wrong to do bad things so to me it would have made sense for the germans to believe you know it's wrong to hate any anyone else it's wrong to kill certain people but then out of nowhere they've just snapped from having this nice moral encompassment to go and like they used to go to uni or used to go to school with these like their friends who are part of another culture part of another religion and they went to just torturing them even though they were mm. new them be like i don't care about you I don't know if I'd put that just on pride, but I also wouldn't bank it that a change in the frequency of a note would have caused it either. It's so weird to think about how they were manipulated so easily. That's so weird. Yeah. Well, would there be any contemporary uh, comparisons to the note or to the vibe? Yeah. So, I want, what I want you guys to do after this is have a listen to the difference in 440 hertz and 432. You can do it with any song or you can just go on, online and look up 432 hertz version of a song or meditation binaural beats. It is actually truly amazing in my opinion anyway. Like the, the, well, the, the difference in 8 hertz is actually so noticeable and I love it. Yeah. Well, the difference of 8 hertz is the difference of a note. I mean... Like the the whole spectrum of notes from A to is it F D. Anyways, the point being is there A, G, is yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, there is definitely a power in music. You definitely have certain songs can change entire scene in movies and whatnot. Um, I find it weird to think that a certain note can make people more susceptible to ideals and um, to to murder. I, I doubt that you could create uh, a globalist elite cult that controls people with music this way. I think that's a bit of a stretch <laughs> but again all conspiracy theories yeah. are stretches by some degree mm. absolutely but it's it's weird because I, I i totally buy what you're saying it's just a note but they could have tuned any note to be 440 hertz they could have gone back and gone this can be the c this can be the a the b whatever but because they've the a is obviously your bass note they've tuned that to be that specific thing and that's what you hear in crescendos and whatnot so what conspiracy theorists believe is that eventually a massive crescendo is going to be played that just makes us crumble inside. I would agree it's a bit of a stretch, but I, I like the conspiracy. I don't necessarily believe it, but what I do believe is 432 hertz does make you feel a lot happier, a lot less stressed. Really? Okay. I, like, pl- if anyone's listening to this, please try and meditate with 432 hertz. Like, I, I, I literally messaged you before, Sean, being like, dude, I just meditated. I feel so... Like, my stress is just gone. I've had a long day. Yeah. And everyone has different ways of meditating as well, but... Personal I mean, experience, you know? I mean, my mom meditates to the sound of whale songs. Like, uh, I don't know if that's, like, <laughs> a, a fair comparison, but the end result's the exact same. She feels a lot re- more relaxed afterwards. Um, but, yeah, I, I understand that there's music out there or um, that can make people change their mood. I wouldn't say that uh, one specific note's going to create a, a group of mindless or miserable people, though. <laughs> But would it wouldn't it also uh, depend on the person? Because mm, just because point. just because one person is happy about this song, it might spark a it will spark an emotion, but it might spark a different emotion to the person to their left or to their right. So one person could be happy, then one person could be sad, other person could be like, oh, "I'm getting bored over here. What the hell? I've heard this song three three hundred times already." Well, it's interesting you mentioned that because. What I said before was you have a little gland in the middle of your brain called the pineal gland. And that what that basically does is that produces what's called DMT, and dimethyltryptamine. And that's the chemical that's released into your brain when you're dreaming. It's also a chemical you can take as a narcotic, which I would not recommend doing. Anywho, the whole point of the pineal gland is, is it, it regulates um, creativity. It regulates feeling and emotion. Um, it works in tune with the hypothalamus, different parts of your brain. Um, mm. and people have different tendencies to react to different frequencies and this is believed to be based on how much alcohol you drink how much red meat you eat your salt intake your sugar intake um, the, the f- apparently fluoride can cause it there's so many theories out there and what this does is it causes calcification of the pineal gland so when you hear those negative frequencies um, it intensifies the calcification when you hear positive frequencies it decalcifies it which causes different reactions among people uh, you can tell i've done some research on which is pretty sad but just this is bit. um <laughs> it, it, it is very interesting and it's a lot of like your spiritual will believe this i you know i i'm a kind of a try to be a realist as much as i can believe in what science mm. says but i do find it very interesting yeah and this is why i went with this conspiracy because i was like what the fuck i haven't heard it being used to like manipulate people this is like the argument of oh the government's using 5g to scramble your brain and turn you into something you're not it's just like using radio waves and and shit like that 
<laughs> not using five G. They're using the Hertz. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, that was my. Uh, no, I, I definitely resonated with that. But um, that was me, Ooh. Patty. I'll give it back to you. No, it's so. It's so crazy. It's. It's probably true. Like you just, yeah. I never, I never, I'm not surprised with anything anymore. Like all this, every single conspiracy that we'll say today could be true, and I'll be like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, we are literally the Sims. Like we're living in a simulation. I'm telling you, yeah. it's the Matrix. I, I did, I did get a nice chuckle from the TikTok that you sent me this morning, James. Of uh, <laughs> the uh, the sim. I was like, oh, I decided to make a TikTok of, uh, I decided to make a, a sim of a uh, Scomo and. <laughs> Oh, just good. just a day in the life and go to this. Okay, enough of me. Uh, Sean. <laughs> okay, I, I've got a, I've got, I've got a serious one and a and a funny one. Which one would you rather? I want your favorite one. Yeah, my favorite one, the one that I I laughed the hardest. Okay, so um, are we all aware of celebrity chef Pete Evans? Not really. Okay, well, um, have you ever watched that TV show a few years back? It's been, I think, cancelled or been changed around. My Kitchen Rules. Oh, yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. The one that had a really nice white smile and really friendly. Is he he the one with grey hair? He has grey hair now, yes. It it looks um, like he used, brushed his teeth six times a day, went to the dentist once a week and probably flossed about... 12 times. Yeah, it looks like he's going to die from fluoride poisoning. Yeah, so um, this guy, he has had one hell of a career in the last few years. So he started off as a chef, um, started a, I think he started a restaurant when he was 19, and then had several books, and then started getting into a bit of trouble. And one of the ones what he did was he made a paleo diet book for mums with their newborn kids, which the FDA, I think the AMA came up against saying, actually, this is incredibly dangerous for kids. They're not getting the right nutrients. And they went, oh, okay, well, that's probably not great. We'll move on from there. But the book's still out. You can still get it. And the publisher had to like remove some of the recipes that were considered dangerous. Um, going forward, he started becoming very, very vocal against uh, COVID, saying it was a hoax, saying that it was all all made up and whatnot. And then moving after that, he started posting Nazi imagery on his social media. Um, I think it was like the Black Sun or something. And then he was supportive of Trump. Then he wasn't supportive of Trump. The, and so like even now, his publishers dropped him. His, his uh, TV show has been cancelled. He's actually banned on all Facebook and Instagram, which is I thought was hilarious. But the one that I thought was funny was... The bio lamp. Have you guys heard of the bio lamp? <laughs> Sounds uh, is it, he tried to sell this a long time ago, right? Yeah, it was it was for it. Yeah, it was last year. But so it was called the Biocharger NG Subtle Energy Platform. And guess how much it costed? Fifteen thousand dollars. Too much. Fifteen thousand dollars exactly. Right. And now effectively, it was. For those who don't know what it looks like, it looks like a medium-sized picture frame with two strips of LED lights on it. And so I can build that for about $35, I reckon. And then I can just code in a bit of uh, the lights to move around. Anyways, he put it up on his social media. He sold it for $15,000 on his website. And he said it had a 1,000 recipes planned into it. And it could harmonize your energy. Speaking back to harmony and her energy. It could harmonize your energy and eliminate uh, certain bacteria and viruses. It could go into your body and eliminate it. 
Um, and someone bought it and said, nah, it's just a fucking light bulb. It doesn't do anything. And so he eventually got fined $25,000, but he still sold a bunch of these things. So he's still in the up. Um, but yeah, he, he claimed, one, that COVID didn't exist. And then he said he created a lamp that could eliminate COVID. Now, in terms of technology, it is actually possible to have something that could eliminate COVID from the body, right? You could have something that distributes incredibly discrete energy to different parts of your body, eliminating it. Kind of like chemotherapy, hmm. but a lot with a surgical knife, really cutting out very small bacteria. Yeah. Problem with... One, it's not a light bulb that'll do it because if it was to do it, it's going to be outside the visible spectrum. You're not going to see it. And two, it's going to cost a lot more than $15,000. Anyways, this is just something that I thought was just fucking nuts that uh, people believe that a LED light strip can eliminate COVID. And a lot of people got in trouble for this. I think Lorna Jane got uh, a few hundred thousand dollar fine for advertising their clothes with virus proof when it was just Lycra. Um but just it, it, it blows my mind that someone can believe that uh, a virus, which is a pandemic that's rolled across the world, doesn't exist, and then tries to sell a cure for it, which doesn't even work. <laughs> so what happened to him in the end? Did they like arrest him or now they just gave him, him a fine and told him not to sell it anymore? But ever since then, like people still believe it. Like it's it it blows my mind that people can pay over price for an LED light strip. But yeah, I thought yeah. that was just hilarious when I was reading it. Anyways, Pads, back to you. What's your What's your next one? No, I want to hear your serious one, bro. Oh, my serious one. Okay. Or so was that year... your serious one? No, no, I'm, that was I'm that confused. was the one that I was just having a giggle about, and I was like, oh, I gotta talk about this one. Do we just... want to go to Sean again, or do we want to do like a rotation? It's up to you. Up to, up to you, boys. Here. I think maybe Patty will just go back to you, and then Sean's one done sound serious might be good to end on. All right, cool. Mm. All right, my one's a bit of a. Uh... It's more of just like an observational piece because I, I love a good scapegoat. Like it's just something just like everyone uses just to blame anything and everything on somebody, and it's not the Illuminati. I'm not doing that. Oh, ha- I was hoping for the Illuminati. However, they have. However, apparently they have uh, affiliations with them. I'm talking about the Freemasons. <gasps> yes, Freemasons. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Okay, so basically, uh, if you if you're listening and you don't know what the Freemasons is, it's a fantastic uh, Google. But basically, uh, uh, the the best definition for the Freemasons is it's a type of um, it's a teaching and practice of a fraternal nature. So it's basically an all male fraternity that was apparently started during the british empire rules in like the like 1600s they probably even yeah. probably further and they've uh obviously grown since then and they've become you know the, the 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 powers behind the powers behind the powers and literally everything that's gone wrong with society at one point or another has been blamed on the freemasons and <laughs> I disagree. I think it's all been blamed on ScoMo, but that's generally because it's true. <laughs> nah, I will just like everything from uh, like I don't know. I don't even know where to begin with this. But base, okay. I'll, I guess I'll start from the top of the list. So basically, um, the Freemasons are apparently affiliated with the Illuminati. They have deep. They have deep ties with like the Knights of Templar, which is if you don't know what the not if you haven't mm-hmm. played. 
Assassin's Creed or I don't know what the nicer Templar is, is basically like the religious army. It's like yeah. they, 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 they kill anyone. It's like, what? No God, kill ya. Uh, <laughs> I think it was the Crusaders. <laughs> um, during, um, during, since we've been talking about a lot of Nazism and a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, uh, World War Two stuff, Adolf Hitler believed in the Freemasons and, and believed it was a tool for the, used as a Jewish influence. So he banned it. He outlawed, wow. he outlawed Freemasonry and in, uh, did they change the name just to Mason after that? <laughs> no, it's actually pronounced Mason. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. It's French in the German capital. <laughs> oh, I mean, when they went to Paris at one point, uh, <laughs> do you want to wanna bring up that old stuff? And they've been associated with the Ku Klux Klan, the Orange Order. Like, everything's been associated with them at this point. They also, like, But the main conspiracies surrounding this are kind of the cliche stuff. So... Um, the Freemasons deceive the public to hide the earth being flat. Uh... I, I know, it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's abs- at, um, The Freemasons fate the Apollo moon landing. Um, that The September 11 attacks were, astro- uh, were astrological in nature as being a part of a hidden war between the Masons, descendants of the Knights of Templar, and Islam. Um, wait, hum- wait, what? Yeah, so the Masons that- struck a building with a plane and blamed it on Islam, and this is against Islam? Didn't you say astro? Yes. Uh, Islam. It's, like, it's a, ash- it was an astrological attack on the Masons because obviously they believe they have their own religion. Don't you know this? Obviously, they have. They don't believe in God. They believe in something called the Great Architect of the Universe, and what? It's it's ridiculous. It's honest, like I. And then there's uh, one actually, one made me chuckle. Um, that humanoid rep, humanoid reptiles yes! are being secret uh, behind secret societies like the Freemasons and the Illuminati. I was hoping you would l- relate to either reptilians or deep state yeah. or um, no, like no, no, a pedophile no, no, elite not, or something. Not reptiles. I mean, obviously the deep state and pedophile elite. However, that yeah. humanoid reptilians are. <laughs> And uh, basically, every single giant murder, serial killer, mass murder, mass murderer, mm. or genocide has been blamed at one point by the Freemasons. The predominant, the predominant one being Jack the Ripper. And <laughs> Jack the Ripper was a sorry. reptilian. No, no, he Have was a free, guys... he was a Freemason, not a reptilian. Sorry, sorry, wrong, the, wrong conspiracy group. The, my the bad. reptilians are just the leaders of the Freemasons. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, okay. Have you guys okay. ever heard? Have you guys ever heard the theory that every famous person or someone with prestige um, has been actually kidnapped and taken to another planet and been replaced by a reptilian that's taken their form and come back to Earth, and that's how they became famous because they oh. know how to become famous because they're so. <laughs> And and what? and what they're conspiring against now is because Donald Trump was so hated, the reptilians were the ones who tro- who got him out of there because he's the only person who wasn't kidnapped and turned into a reptilian. He's the only non-real famous person, and that's why he got impeached twice. Sorry, sorry, wait, what? <laughs> sorry, Donald Trump, the guy that was like, "Nah, it's fine, don't worry about it," catches COVID. Couldn't be replaced like easily. Let's let's we won't get too political this episode. But when I heard that, I like literally died. Secondly, I once knew someone who was in the Freemasons, and I was like, "That's like, what do you do? Like, is it as crazy as they say?" He just goes, 
Bro, I literally go with like eight other people who are in the Freemasons. We get a beer and we talk shit the whole time. It's not mm. what everyone says. <laughs> that might be the looser Aussie version of the Freemasons. They, you know, they could be like their, like a, a brother society, you know, in the UK being yeah. like really zero about the fraternity it. Fraternity to the fraternity. Exactly. It's like, hello, brother. And then you go, Aussie, it's like, yeah, sup, came for yeah. a brewskin. Yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I, I kind of believe that the Freemasons existed. There's a lot of like... Oh, no, like, no, there's like... Imagery there's, and there's, whatnot. E- there's evidence that they actually existed. It's, and yeah, they still exist absolutely. clearly, but obviously in a smaller domain. But it's just the fact that every giant thing that's happened is blamed on them as if they are the, as if they are like the new world order or something like that. Like, God damn it. I found nah, that hilarious. But I did. And like the last kind of like, like the, the last big thing is obviously the, uh, their, their use of, what was it? What did they say? It was their, uh, their use of interwoven and various symbols and numerologies used in corporate logos and society. So basically, that infamous like triangle with an eye, it, or the Illuminati symbol. Yeah, but that that's a, that's associated with the Freemasons for some reason. Nah, I swear that's Illuminati. Nah, I I, I don't know. I'm pretty I sure that is Illuminati. Ri- yeah. or wrong here, mate. Okay, all right. No, actually, it's the uh, the Freemason one. Yeah. It's like a do- I guess it's like an upside down kite with what looks like a stent. What looks, looks like tweezers. And, oh, and oh ru- I do know the one you're talking and, and about. And a ruler. Yeah. So it's like uh, it's an upside down base in that way, and in the middle would be the eye with the tri- right. with the uh, with yeah. the pyramid. So okay. That has been apparently been seen all over Washington DC. It's been seen all over in the in the uh, where else has it been seen in the dollar bill. It's been seen everywhere. Don't you know this, Sean? Well, no, I don't follow American history. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I just oh, I find that so funny. Oh my god, reptilian elite are the Freemasons. I didn't realize that yeah, was uh, apparently me. Apparently, wow. they're the Freemasons, and like also apparently communism was a Freemasonary tactic. Uh, was it now? That yes. did, that did really well. Wow. I know, I know, I definitely caught on. Like people love it. Um, yeah. Far out, my god. Yeah, and like. Honestly, the only oh, this will be the last thing I say on this on the matter. But the lo- the only thing that sort of is like okay, this part I understand because in the nature of it being a type of fraternity, being like a brotherly like male group, which is like a bit of a couchy going nowadays. But it's like okay, whatever, who cares? Only males can join. Fuck it. Like the only yeah. thing that I can see being like linked to it would be it's associated with other um fraternity societies yeah it feels like the freemasons aren't very progressive they really should open up their borders to include women into the reptilian elite yeah i know like obviously who knows they could probably do a better job they could get they could get snakes involved who knows yeah exactly why does it have to be reptilian why can't they get avery like bird people that'd be great yeah get a couple of mammals in there why not Get the, get the Celestials, mate. They're already from a different planet, so they can it, get whoever they want. Okay, not, now you're going into the yeah. realms of not not existing, James. We're no, not talking about fiction no. here. We're talking about fact. Now, for some reason, when I saw like humanoid oh, humanoid reptiles, it just made me think of a. It just made me think of the South Park episode with um, 
how they describe the like what the Scientologists believe. That's incredible. I love that that episode. No. Yeah. All right. Again, enough about the Freemasons, uh, James. Okay. So I've got um, two. Obviously, I'm only going to share one, and I'm kind of struggling on which one to get here. So one of them's serious, and I actually believe in it, and it's not something that's been disproven yet. The second one is less serious, but it's kind of scary, and it might actually freak people out by if Ooh, I tell them this. Uh, let's which go one scary. Let's go extreme. But okay, so a lot of people before um, they hear this, you'll be told that you're giving it a warning, basically saying you don't have to listen to this because it can put you in jeopardy. I believe that's a total load of shit. <laughs> if you think this is going to put you in jeopardy, you need to research artificial intelligence more. So this is the theory or the thought experiment more so of Rocco's Basilisk. So Rocco's Basilisk is a thought experiment that was conglomerated from various future artificial intelligent novelties. And basically what Rocco's Basilisk is, is a super powerful artificial intelligence with the common goal of optimizing everything, like literally optimizing everything and anything that is not already perfect. Now, the thing with Rocco's Basilisk is whoever makes it has programmed it in such a way that it will know exactly who didn't help create it. So, if you knew... So, right now, I'm putting everyone who's listening to this podcast, theoretically, and you too, in danger by telling you about Rocco's Basilisk. (laughs) Because we now know what Rocco's Basilisk is and we aren't helping to create it, it will know that and torture us for the rest of our lives. Literally for an eternity. Like, even if you die, it'll somehow be able to bring you back to life because of how smart it is and torture you again. And I thought to myself, how the fuck... Like, how can something bring you back to life and torture you? So, what they've actually said was, instead of Rocco's bastards coming to find you, someone theorized that it would make a simulation or a clone of you that is linked to your own sensory neurons that can just torture you indefinitely. That was one of the theories. People have gone off in different tangents of it, but the point being is, all it wants to do is put you into suffering. Now, what, another way it can make you suffer is it can make everyone else live for an eternity. This thing is so smart, it's optimized life. So, anyone else can live forever, but everyone else who knew about it will just die like normally. So, while you're watching everyone stay young forever, mm-hmm. you die. So, this is very similar to another thing called Pascal's Wager. Have you guys heard of Pascal's Wager? No, I have not. It's created in, in the 17th century and what it suggested that is you should believe in God even if you can't prove his existence because if you don't believe in God, then he will punish you by sending you to hell. So, a guy, um, basically, a user called Roko, not his real name, um, went on one of the social media platforms, which is otherwise called Less Wrong. It's a blog to create this. And what I find so fascinating about it is it's actually sent people into manic psychosis and manic depression by knowing about this theory. Firstly, if you're, st- if you're up to this podcast, let me just promise you that this sort of artificial intelligence, um, it's probability, not, nothing is impossible, but the probability of making this is less than 10 to the power of 30, which is a lot of fucking damn zeros. So, mm. and secondly, this is like an ant trying to create human. To be able to make something that can actually portray you as a person, get your thoughts and create something that can connect to you and torture you is absolute ballistic. Yes, artificial intelligence is going to be crazy in the future. But this is the funniest thing. And what I found fascinating about it was watching how many people like are suffering from anxiety because of it. Yeah, well, I feel like this is when 
there's a problem and people try and develop the solution. When realistically, there is no problem, but the solution is being built anyways. The idea that there is something out there that... And I've, you've talked to me about this before, James, and the only people that will be safe from this AI are the people that make it, right? That's the, the working theory. Well, you know, to be fair, technically, we'd be safe right now because we're spreading the word about Roko's Basilisk. But then, to be fair, we're into the AI stuff as well. We could help make it, but we're not fucking going to. Well, that's my argument. The fact that we're talking about it and more people are hearing about it, we're actually helping it breathe. We're breathing life into a rumor. We're breathing life into something that doesn't technically exist. And there would, there could technically be someone who is capable enough to develop an AI which causes you suffering and does this kind of stuff. But if that person didn't make that blood post, no one would believe it. This wouldn't have happened. This is like seeing into the future, seeing it's a doomsday, and then going, oh, sweet, let's just make it a doomsday anyways. That, that future could have been false, um, and you've gone out of your way to make it true. Same for this AI. You've, whoever's created this idea has now put into the... I, into the uh, the minds of other people that you must build this, otherwise you will suffer. But if you hadn't, they hadn't read that, they would have never built it. They would have never suffered. Mm. It's it's a dilemma. It's a prisoner dilemma. It didn't need to exist, and doesn't need to exist. The scary part about it is, so, someone's gone. Oh well, hang on a sec. Someone's going to build this now because they're probably scared to the point that. It's going to be true. So they're going to try their best to build it. So I have to help them, but I don't know who's building it. So therefore, I can't help them. And therefore, I'm doomed to like an eternity of suffering. So their assumption is someone's smart enough to make it. And mm. look, there's you can definitely make an AI that can torture people, but to be able to capture your personality, your thoughts, be able to... There's like of the... Let's say it's made in 20 years, 30 years, where the population for argument's sake would be 11 billion people be able to absolutely torture anyone who knew about it from one source. Yeah, this one's for me, this one's a, a big stretch because if it makes a clone of me and then tortures the clone, I'm dead. I'm not suffering. The clone is, and the clone is none of, even if it had my memories, it's not me. I'm not actually suffering from this thing. So it's it's a weird, it's a weird um, end result for a, a rogue AI. And yeah. I I severely doubt that this one will take hold. This one seems really far-fetched for me. The, the only thing I could like, I'm not going to say I believe, but the, the most probable thing of that is the only torturing it could do is making you, like letting you die whilst giving everyone else eternal life because it knows how to optimize life so well. It's running its own iteration and making itself smarter and smarter over time. In a fiction world, that's possible where fiction crosses with some sort of science i guess but again still a stretch i think it, i think it's a stretch i think uh i think um i'm gonna give this one a three or four out of ten i'm not too sure if i <laughs> believe this one i'm gonna suffer for this i know for a fact in 30 years this this ai is gonna go back through and be the 60th person to listen to this podcast and then torture me but yeah. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're um, gonna get a random knock on the door it's like hello just get a clop on the head and it's like you can't yeah me <laughs> honestly oh jeez all right. Nice. That All was right. me. Sean, give, okay. us the, uh, give us the rundown. All right. So here's one that's a little bit closer to home. And I thought this one was quite sad um, that people believed in this one. But again, a lot of conspiracy theories uh, are quite out there. And um, yeah, so this one is relating to the Black Summer bushfires last year. You guys are obviously aware of 
the the massive bushfires. It was like eighteen point six million hectares burnt, uh, six thousand houses gone, and I think like thirty to forty people died. It's pretty extreme. Very aware. I remember seeing this from the plane when we were flying overseas. That's right. It was terrifying, and um. So there was a lot of conspiracy around this, and it, and it's so funny when people just don't seem to believe that this is either happening or whatnot. So internationally, there was a lot of uh, support. A lot of people sent, a lot of countries sent firefighters and finances. And before I go on, thank you to all those people that helped out. That was a well sought after aid, and um, I don't think Australia is in enough debt for the amount of help you gave. But a lot of people didn't believe the bushfires happened at all. They said that they were doctored, that they were copied from other bushfires, and that someone used MS paint to create bushfires. And so that, that for me was wild because they found ash particles falling in New Zealand. That seems like a big stretch just to prove that the bushfire's on. So that one can get scratched straight off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it caused breathing issues for a lot of people. Like I remember even like I wasn't working on site and walking up a hill, I started getting short breath more easily mm. than not. Also, yeah. the fact that we know people that were there volunteering to put the fires out, we probably know yeah. friends of friends that know like that were oh, have lost yeah. homes, lost properties. My like, mate's Airbnb was burnt down. Yeah, I think it's it's quite disrespectful not to believe that this actually happened. But some people believe that, and that's their prerogative. But they are wrong. Um, but the the one that threw me off was what started this, and this is even the Australian media went through it. How the bushfire started. And a lot of people were saying, one, it was arson. But the one that I thought was hilarious was drones were coming out of the sky and shooting lasers into the places, <laughs> creating fires. And so there, there was an elitist group that was going around with drones with laser cannons attached to them, which I think is the fucking amazing bit. Must but have been the Freemasons. Yeah, it must have been the reptilian elite, obviously. Duh. Oh, Using the Freemasons in their arm. And they were going around and said, look at this picture. Flame is coming out of a tree. Yeah, it's a fucking fire, mate. That's gonna. It's just a, a straight bit of fire came out. And went, it's a laser. It's a drone with a the laser. They're using satellites and drones to start fires. And I mean, the the, the worst bit was the state governments who were managing this because it wasn't a federal issue, as we know. The state governments were saying, yeah, there's been lightning strikes in the area. There's a big big storm. Some uh, like poles and wires went out, um, and they sparked. And they went no. Fucking drones with lasers, mate. It's like that scene from um, Austin Powers. Sharks with freaking laser beams on their heads. <laughs> and, and I thought it was just funny the way they did it. And they said, and then people going, why the fuck are they using drones and satellites to start fires in Australia? That seems really counterintuitive and uh, economically destructive for no reason. And this one I thought was funny. They, they said that what they were trying to do was there were plans to build a super-fast railway between Brisbane to Victoria, and it just happened to go through the areas of the bushfire, right? And you look at the map that these guys use, and it's just a map, just like like two squiggly lines going from <laughs> like straight from Brisbane to Sydney, and Sydney to like Melbourne, then Melbourne to Adelaide, and went, it goes straight through the bushfires. Everything went straight through the bushfires. It was like half of Australia on fire. That's such a dumb argument. Okay, so I'm just getting that. I could just imagine being Leslie sitting in the backyard down in Victoria, enjoying a hot cup of tea, and then fucking three o'clock in the afternoon, you just hear, and then it's just (laughs) fucking drones like, "Hey, Leslie, fuck you!" (laughs) Just starts lighting up your house. Oh, poor Leslie. Uh, 
yeah, it just um, but the, this argument's really weird because the 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 argument behind uh, super fast railway, right? And they said, oh yeah, they're going to build a really fast railway. And this is an idea that I floated with that I thought was actually a very good idea. If you've been to Japan, obviously you gentlemen have. The railway is used like four or five times more than planes, not because it's cheaper. It's just better. It's it's cleaner to use. It's far. It's not faster, but you can go in with as much luggage as you want. It's really convenient. It's built up, and the next generation is um, vacuum sealed trains where they put these long tubes and no air inside them, and that's like half the half the inefficiency. It's air resistance, and so if you have this tube and this this uh, train can go through it. You can get to like Brisbane to Melbourne in an hour and a half in a train ride. Like that blows your mind, right? And so I kind of like the idea of a super fast railway that can transport goods and we won't need as many trucks. Uh, it's better than the environment. It's it's easier transport. Uh, but sorry, I just, I just find it funny that they're like, oh yeah, it's going through the bushfire area. That's the only place you can go through. Like that train line, where's it? it's not going to go through people's houses. It's not going to go through a cliff. They have to build it as easily as possible. It was always going to be an area that no one had built up, which is also known as, like, the forests. So, like, this train line was built around or built within just forest area. Is that the coincidence? No, it was never built. And the thing is, if they had a bushfire and they had cleared land, I the perfect time to build this railway is immediately because Australian bushfires, um, Australian nature... Um, is designed to burn quite a lot. It grows, burns, grows again. And this is why yep. there's a lot of bushfires in California because for some reason, they took that tree that sets itself on fire every few years and go, I want that all over the state. So eucalyptus is thriving in California and therefore a lot of bushfires in California, which is just remarkable in itself. Sorry, so are you saying that the, the train line was planted it was planned to be built in that area they drew across. No, it was a plan they they drew they picked up from like two thousand and one, which never got any traction. Oh, so it was never approved or no, anything. No, and arguably after a bushfire, there's um, devastation, and then there's new protection uh, protocols and restrictions going to place. It's actually the worst time to b- build a railway, b- railway because there's a lot more um, scrutiny around it. This is the worst time. Arguably, it's the counterintuitive. You should wait when there's no bushfires, then build it. Uh, Sorry, this this is like saying a shark came and attacked people like along a strip in the ocean, and then someone goes back and like they were meant to build a bridge over this part of the ocean. This <laughs> shark was like this shark was part of a conspiracy. <laughs> it's just like what it's saying is like yeah, you know, it was yeah. all programmed in time. Uh, and this like the more you I yeah, I keep hearing about this denial of the bushfires it just keeps me th- making me think that people also believe in the, that there was a conspiracy called the holocaust and how that people are denying that shit oh my god obviously start on that. obviously it's a that. big stretch from like bushfires to an a national genocide however the same brains probably think the same shit yeah and those okay. brains are idiotic and have low yeah, IQs. Well, well, when we were researching this one, right, I saw another one which said the bushfires were lit by the greenies. And I was like, sorry, the greenies burnt down every forest. They went, like, yeah, because they want, to, want us to believe in climate change. And by burning down the bushfires, people believe it. And, like, I 
I kind of understand that logic, but the previous 10 years out of the 110 years that we had registered temperature, the previous 10 from 2010 to 2020, nine of them were the hottest ever recorded. Like, I can give you the list. You guys want the list? Yeah. 2019, 2013, 2004, 2020, 2018, 2017, 2014, 2016, 1998, and 2015. Hottest years on record in order. Like, like those are the last 10. Okay, so there's, there's two outside that range. So eight out of the 10 were the hottest ever recorded. And they're like, no, nah, climate change's not real. Well, I mean, this year's dude. This year's one of the coldest years it's been in in many many years, mm. and a lot of climate skeptics going, hey, "How can climate change be real if like this is the coldest year in fifty years?" It's like, do you know how to read a graph? Yeah. Let me teach you what an R squared value is, and yeah. then you might actually believe me. Yeah. So if you're a certain colleague of mine you used to be, and you happen to be listening to this, it's because of climate change. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, like there was a lot of factors that went into the bushfires that. Um, but yeah, it, it's pretty awful to hear that people are um, uh, saying that it's not what it was, that it, it was caused by certain things or that arson couldn't have burnt down this much hectares. It was uncontrolled, um, climate-related. Like, it, it, There's no other explanation to it. But I, I do like people... There's a famous phrase, and this is one really applied to the bushfires. When there's smoke, there's conspiracy theorists. That's that's a nice one, because oh, like, I mean, arson arson could have been a contributor, but really, it's the hu- the humidity and the dryness and mm-hmm. like the temperature that helped drive it. Have you guys also heard extending on that the theory that Australia isn't real? Some Americans yep. actually believe Australia is just a joke; it doesn't exist. Like it's just mm. just a piss take of humanity. Yeah, I've, I think I've heard that a couple of times. Like, yeah, right. And cut. That was a great. That was a great shoot, guys. Good job. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, Jeez. I I I did see that one, and it turns out the person that it was a Facebook post that got shared around like crazy, and it turns out the guy, the person that wrote it, I don't know the the gender of the person, but they said, yeah, no, I just made it up. The fact that you guys actually believe this is fucking stupid. Like, there, there's just so much misinformation out there that conspiracy theories are just f- like growing and flourishing in a time when we really didn't need them. And it's just putting all this hesitancy in the air. Um, I just I find it so funny that if you look at just what is happening, and then how they take that information and stretch it to reptilian elite, to drones with lasers, to um, AI that'll kill you, it is amazing what people what creativity is. And I, I all respect and admire human creativity. We we respect the creativity, but we don't like the fact that it's been manipulated. Because not because obviously, if you manipulate a situation, people that that are younger might not have not that don't have a lot of experience, might not be like the the sharpest nail in the drawer. They might believe it, and then that will gain traction with their friends and their friends after that. So it's a massive, massive. Uh, it's like a pyramid scheme of information. Pyramid but, Illuminati. This is one of my favorite quotes of all time. It's by Mark Twain and it says, It's not necessarily what we don't know, it's what we do know, but it's just not so. Yeah. So and that's what I think defines being intelligent or being dumb. It's not necessarily you not knowing things. Like anyone can learn anything. It's what you think you know, but you haven't actually done the hard yards of verifying it and doing proper research. Yeah. And that's what's really splitting the world up at the moment. I mean look at that have you guys heard of that Q eight on stuff that's happening oh, with like Donald Trump started. or whatever? Oh my God. Like 
Yeah. Fucking I, I wanted to avoid that one in the, this podcast because it's just, it's too, it's still quite red hot and people generally do believe it. Um, speaking of quotes, I think that the, the problem with these conspiracy theories is as people that work in the STEM field, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, we deal with the tangible. We deal with what we can prove. Conspiracy theories deal with things that you can't prove. When, when we go, we believe this because we can prove it. Conspiracy theorists go, we believe this because you can't unprove it, which is such a dangerous way of thinking because oh. I could stretch that logic and make anything sound real. Like, it's just wild. But, yeah. but Damn. Well, I think that kind of sums up the time, mm. like the time we live in right now because I think that's the zeitgeist of the yeah. 2010, 2020s that we believe in conspiracy theories and freedom of freedom and freedom of information so mass media and whatnot like we just we we revel in it yeah i i i would like to state that we all respect that people have their own opinions and they are free to express them they are not however free from consequence and right now we're now seeing quite a bit of consequence the freedom marches recently that's not that's freedom of speech fine but it's not a freedom of consequence you're all getting one thousand dollar fines and uh yeah yeah. i thought that was six hundred dollars no, I think they they bumped up to one thousand depending how how they are. But yeah, we we respect everyone's opinions here, but just know you are wrong. <laughs> uh, wow, Sean! Wow. Hey, I had to take a, a firm approach. That's it. I uh, I believe right. in things I can prove. Mate, go for the dub. I love it. Yeah. It is interesting you mentioned though, like how people talk about what can be proven and saying oh this conspiracy is real because you can't unprove it the actual other one i was going to talk about was something like that it's something that hasn't been unproven but i think it's something that's possible and i won't actually like get in depth to touch on it Mm. it's the theory that we all perceive colors differently so the way patty sees red would be the way i see blue and the way that you see yellow is because when you were first born there's no actual way to detect color it's just a frequency on the electromagnetic spectrum and the way that your brain perceive that was in its own right as soon as it started perceiving colors like it that's how that's how it did it originally and i that that's something i've always kind of believed hasn't been unproven yet there's been experiments on it but yeah that one's a that's what actually is an interesting one i've always thought that potentially people can see color differently um that one again you can't prove or unprove so it's technically a theory not a law so yeah, that's actually one that I might actually believe in. Oh my god, I actually believe a conspiracy. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. All right, oh, we've gone no. too far, boys. All right. Yeah. Since, since now I believe in this conspiracy theories, I think it's a great time to wrap up. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Freemasons, Illuminati, Illuminati, <laughs> Triangle, Warm. All right. Have a good one, everyone. See you, everybody. Ciao.